Hi, cuties, and happy new year. Welcome to Feed the Q, the ultimate podcast discovery podcast. I'm Devin, and today we have some very sweet recommendations for you. Oh, and make sure to stick around until the end for a very special announcement from us at Tink. to listen sometimes to podcasts sometimes to music and sometimes to audiobooks stay tuned if you like recommendations we're gonna bring them to your ears we'll share with you some things we've been loving and we'll try to your cue. We all know it's the season of setting intentions for the new year, creating vision boards, and struggling to remember to write the date as 2024 instead of 2023. So just to add to that confusion, we are bringing you a delicious selection of podcast treats from 2023. We're going back in time just a little bit. After the warm reception and heartfelt support of Tink Media's audio delicacies in 2022, we returned with the most delicious podcasting treats of 2023. With Bellow Collective's 100 Outstanding Podcasts as our original inspiration, we highlighted the best podcasts and episodes of the year. Our goal was to recommend shows that might not be on the other year-end or best-of lists. The result is a list that showcases the uniqueness and diversity of the podcast industry. Basically, we wanted you to find those things that made you go, how did I miss that this year? And of course, we did not do this alone. We received contributions from podcast lovers from all corners of the kitchen, producers, hosts, engineers, marketing experts, and more. And we're so grateful they took the time to share their favorite things they listened to. With their help, we served up a delicious platter of podcasts for you to sample. So, while we're all waiting for our new shows and delicacies of 2024 to be released, we want to make sure your charcuterie stays full. Our full list of audio delicacies was over 70 episodes long, but to give you a little taste, we asked the Tink team to share the audio treats they couldn't stop thinking about in 2023. With each recommendation, you'll get a little sample of what the show sounds like. Bon appetit! I have to tell you about my favorite new show of 2023, Bud Out Baby. Uh, I always do a little dance or pretend to airlift myself into Patrick Swayze's arms when I see that an episode of Bud Out Baby has dropped. It's a scene-by-scene study of dirty dancing, and it gives the film the respect that it deserves but it doesn't really get people don't take dirty dancing very seriously but host ellie gordon marshall does she's going through the scenes with detail and creativity she is an audio expert so she breaks the rules because she understands them so she's mixing things in with interviews her own commentary original music she gets it. it this doesn't sound like anything else I heard this year. Uh, the podcast comes out rather sporadically, which means it's always a surprise and a huge reason for celebration when it does. But out, baby. 
I thought I would begin a dialogue on Dirty Dancing, which I'm slowly and incrementally rewatching. And yeah, it'd be best if we kept the messages under a minute. I sent that message to my friends, Michelle and Anna, people I've known since I was a teenager, sometime in early 2020. It was probably locked down, but I wouldn't have really cared about that because I was already months deep into a health crisis of my own. In 2019, I suffered a blow to the head that set off a tremendously long and complicated concussion recovery. And at this point, nearly every activity was symptom triggering. And that's why I asked my friends to keep their messages to under a minute. Anything else was too much. But the new physio I was seeing was determined to get me back on screens. So he had me start with a movie, beginning literally with two-second increments. I remember the Zoom appointment where it was discussed what movie we should pick. And my mom was there, as she always was for Zoom appointments, as I couldn't look at the screen. And it was pondered whether I should try an old black and white film, because that might be easier to look at. And honestly, I just really didn't give a shit. Because anyone who's been through a long, mysterious health problem has probably gone through a phase of just everything seeming pointless. So I wasn't really engaging in the conversation until finally my physio just said, why don't you just pick a film you love? And don't get me wrong, everything still felt pointless, but I did know that I used to love Dirty Dancing. And so why not? That first day I pressed play saw a peek of those slow-mo black and white dirty dancers in the opening credits. And then, of course, I heard the opening of the song, Be My Baby, the don't, 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 And it wasn't like the sea parted or a veil lifted, but I was surprised that I felt something. Like a scintilla of a whisper of my heart caring about a thing, anything, again. And so I kept watching and watching and watching. I mean, it was very slow. I had to watch in very short increments. And I continued to send my thoughts to my friends. When Robbie first hits on Lisa in front of everyone, which, yeah, that's cool. Like, just random sexual harassment by the waiter. I had no idea that this movie was particularly Jewish. I'm slowly accumulating a list of all the reasons why Dirty Dancing is so amazing and timeless. And I'll tell you one of them now, which is Jennifer Grey's performance is incredible. She plays awkward and secure so convincingly, which makes her transformation the more compelling. So right off the bat, we get that she's a daddy's girl and that she's kind of self-righteous. I have... Three comments about the scene leading up to them finally hooking up. Another random Dirty Dancing revelation I just had is I think Johnny Castle is the reason I convinced myself for so long that I was straight and then bisexual. I realize it's basically Stockholm Syndrome at this point, but Dirty Dancing is like really the greatest movie. (laughs) They let the actors get so sweaty I was just so caught off guard because I thought Dirty Dancing, a film I've watched consistently since age 12, 
was something I'd already had all of the feelings about. Though, to be clear, past self, present listeners, the confusion and repression of my sexuality had a lot more to do with cultural homophobia than Johnny Castle. Anyways, when it came time to approach using computers again and editing audio, I knew I needed a project to work on. And it only seemed natural to channel all my dirty dancing feelings into a podcast pilot, something I would just make for my friends. But then I worked on it for over a year and got attached, as you do, and I couldn't help but continue to see the film's relevance also in the world, in its racial politics, sexual politics, its analysis of liberalism, commentary on abortion... And let's be honest, it was uh, at this point just integral to my healing. So here we are, and I hope you join me on this project to recap and analyze every single scene of Dirty Dancing, a film that gets a lot of love, but not enough respect. Oh, and my name is Ellie. Very nice to meet you. Hey, it's Shreya, and for Tink's Audio Delicacies 2023, I recommend Skyline Drive. I actually have recommended Skyline Drive to anybody who has had any conversation podcasting related to me in the past year and a half. It's really hard to tell you what Skyline Drive is about, but I will try. I will say that the host, Mangesh Hatikudar, absolutely wins hearts in this podcast as he investigates why, even though he does not believe in astrology, it keeps happening to him. It really is about a lot of things. It's about astrology, Hinduism's connection with it, and destiny. But to me, it is about one man's journey to discover a little bit more about himself and his family by way of the stars. Also, if I may, I highly recommend listening to Skyline Drive on long drives. Enjoy! I wanted to do a show on astrology. So first of all, it is in your destiny to do this. I'm Mangesh Hachikadar, and to be honest, I don't believe in astrology. At least, I don't think I do. But from the moment I was born, it's been a part of my life, part of my family's story for as long as anyone can remember. In India, it's like smoking. You might not smoke, but you're going to get secondhand astrology. And lately, I've been wondering if the universe has been trying to tell me to stop running and pay attention. Because maybe there is magic in the stars, if you're willing to look for it. So I rounded up some friends. I'm Mary, and I'm a Cancer. I'm Mitra, and I'm a Leo. I'm Mark, I'm a Gemini. We're the most hated sign, which is weird because we're great. And although we had no idea what we were getting into, we dove headfirst into the global obsession with astrology, and it got weird fast. Tantric curses, Major League Baseball teams, cancelled marriages, K-pop, fortune-telling cows... And you wouldn't believe the tension between believers and skeptics. I got into astrology trying to disprove it. I said, he's a Gemini, he's restless, and he goes, he's turning down 100 million, help! Is the president's interest in astrology something for us to be concerned about? When people say that astrology is a science and has physical roots in the stars, it's like, oh, no, it doesn't. But it's true the way a poem is true. Along the way, I met people with really big questions and astrologers who tried to answer them. Will I ever believe in anything? I had a question about, like, who's going to die first? <laughs> because there's an answer that I want. 
because I feel like I'm at the brink of something. I just don't know what the something is. I discovered far-flung beaches where women astrologers roam and tiny shops where centuries of predictions are kept hidden in vaults. So you are on time. <laughs> I thought you might be late, but you got the traffic. But just when I thought I had a handle on this sweet and curious show about astrology, my whole world came crashing down. You planned this under an eclipse. Eclipse energy can be very volatile. Things happening unexpectedly, hmm. can't really see it coming. Uh, situation doesn't look good for father. There is risk to father. And my whole view on astrology? It changed. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, Give me a few minutes, because I think your ideas are going to change too. Listen to Skyline Drive in the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, Tink Team. This is Alana Nevins. And for this year's Audio Delicacies, I recommended Conference Call because it was just on the line of being too insane that it's not believable and just insane enough that it totally could happen. Like the stories kept getting crazier and crazier and conference calls seem like they'd be so boring, but these were so fun. The acting was amazing. The writing was so great. And it was really frightening how believable it all was. It's a great listen. Okay, bye. You are now joining your conference call with The Toad Bros. From National Public Broadcasting and WQRC New York, I'm Charlotte Dunn, and this is Conference Call. Hi, guys. This is Julie Burke. Julie! Um, (laughs) Hey, listen, we have together really disrupted the whole dishwashing market, but uh, Lilypad is so much more than that. We are pivoting This is a tech company. This is a... We're looking at Mark. We're looking at Elon. We're looking at Jeff. Even Tony Stark, you know, the guy kind of inspired, you know, a lot of my tattoos. Sure. But that's why we wanted to come get you. I'd rather have the person coming off the giant... up trying to redeem themselves, right. you know? So. Like Jesus. I mean, look, that's the story of Easter, and that tricked millions of people into believing that stuff. Um, I think that's probably a bit different, but point definitely taken. Over the course of this series, I'll share the crucial moments, the pivot points, if you will, of what happened at Lilypad between Julie and the Toads. One thing that I do think will be helpful is if everybody uses I feel statements for this, you know, just saying that uh, you feel things as opposed to declaring them as facts, because it's really an emotional uh, case. That's a great idea. No, I I feel that's a great idea. So I feel uh, thankful. (laughs) I feel like the Toads have been dodging me. And Josias, is there any tips for if you just want the other person to stop talking so you can put your comment in or... I feel like I'd like to be able to cut her off a little bit more. sake. All this and more on Conference Call. Conference Call is an original production of Paradiso Media presented by Realm. Starring Elizabeth Henstridge, Jeff Ward, Gregory Stees, and Emma Roberts. Guest starring Beck Bennett, Karen Gillan, Ian DeCastaker, Demi Dijuibe, Christopher Abbott, Clark Gregg, and many more. It will be available on all platforms August 31st. So be sure to download wherever you listen. Hi, my name is Holly Brown, and I recommended Keys to the Kingdom. 
So I am a lifelong theme park enthusiast. I grew up in Southern California and I have access to some of the best theme parks in the country. And now my sister works at the biggest one, behind the scenes, no less. So I thought I had truly seen every side of these iconic California theme parks. But oh my God, was I wrong. Hosts Matt and Amanda uh, bring such a combo of charm and wit and warmth that whisk you away on a nostalgia-filled adventure. Listen, they take you on a journey to the happiest places on earth while unearthing some of the park's not-so-happy secrets, okay? It's hilarious. It is shocking. And it might add a few tweaks to some childhood memories, but that's okay because, boy, do I want to learn why people get banned from these places. Oh, And Matt and Amanda worked at these theme parks. They met and are married because of these. So they have so many personal anecdotes, so many friends along the way that share their um, firsthand experiences. So... Highly recommend. I would start with episode one and just strap in for the ride, honey. And I'm sorry I said that. I had to do one pun. You understand. What goes on behind the scenes of the world's greatest theme parks? If those castle walls could talk, what stories would they tell? Stories about what it's like to work there. About what it's like to get fired from there. What it's like being a princess. Being a fuzzy and being a fan. I'm Matt Gorley. And I'm Amanda Lund. Amanda and I aren't just collecting stories from past and present theme park employees, fanatical guests, and culture experts, but we ourselves are recovering theme park performers. Be our guest, won't you? For Keys to the Kingdom. An unprecedented peek behind the curtain of the world's greatest theme parks from the people who have all the best stories. The characters. And he was real mad. He was like, I'm going to kill all these girls with the blue eyes. They're not the real thing. You're the real thing. And he kept trying to, like, advance towards me to, like, kiss me. And I was, you know, you you stay in character and try to, like, maintain the situation because, you know, there's children around and you want everything to be wonderful for them. But he was just so sure that this was real. Holy crap, you know, I'm just, I'm going to do this. I'm going to walk off. And I just sort of followed through all the way to the front gate where I, I got a handstand. <laughs> Wait, on your paw? Yeah, on my paw, like <laughs> right on my paw, as, as if it was part of the show. Like, hello, Tigger, nice to see you here today. Would you like to leave the park? Yes, yes, I would. Here you have a world that is supposed to be perfect and have this veneer of perfection. And here you have a job like that just deals with the messy stuff of life. And he started explaining, you know, how he has to sometimes clean up vomit and so on. And really offhand, like not even knowing what he was saying, he said, and occasionally human ashes. And it was, I have to say, the biggest record scratch of my career. <laughs> Raise your hand if you're permanently disabled from wishing to be. Over the whole thing is a giant jumpsuit made of 100% yak fur. <laughs> and I got some very interesting sexual propositions as a giant Klingon lady. Looking down into the tram, undoes his pants, and begins to urinate directly onto the tourists. That was probably one of the worst things that happened. was me shitting my pirate costume. <laughs> Do you ever think about getting back in the princess game? No. <laughs> Keys to the Kingdom, out October 16th. Subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. Brought to you by the Erios Podcast Network in association with Tradecraft Media. Media. 
Devin, hi, Ariel Nissenblatt here. I wanted to tell you about the podcast that I recommended for Audio Delicacies 2023, which was Mobituaries with Mo Rocca. I recommended it because it feels like it was made for me. And if you like history and if you like edutainment, I feel like you will feel like it's made for you too. I think I recommended it last year also. If I didn't, I meant to. I love it so much. The episode that I recommend specifically is the season four premiere because it's absolutely packed with entertainment and education and everything. Mo is obsessed with the concept of celebrities dying on the same day, especially when it feels like one of those deaths outshone the other. So this episode is fascinating. He tells the story of Michael Jackson and Farrah Fawcett who died on the same day. There are also a lot more examples of celebrities who died on the same day, but I will let you discover them, Devin, and the people that are listening to this. And I just really think it's fun to listen to how Mo weaves their legacies together. So check out Mobituaries by Mo Rocca. Do you remember the day that Farrah Fawcett died? I do not, and I'm ashamed. But you know it was the same day as Michael Jackson. Was it? I'm Mo Rocca. And I'm excited to announce season four of my podcast, Mobituaries. I've got a whole new bunch of stories to share with you about the most fascinating people and things who are no longer with us. From famous figures who died on the very same day. This next pair could not be more different. Former British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher and Annette Funicello. She brought us not only the Mickey Mouse Club, but the most influential was Beach Blanket Bingo. To the things I wish would die, like buffets. Stuffing, fish, ham, chicken, roast beef, and shrimp. People actually take little tastes along the way with their fingers. Oh. They do. Oh, Mo, I'm so sorry. Do you need a minute? This is the only interview where I've needed a spit bucket. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We'll tell you about the singer who helped define cool. She had a scarf and she had curlers and sunglasses and someone looked at her and said, are you Peggy Lee? And she said, not yet. And the sports world's very first superstar. Jim Thorpe, an American Indian, the only winner of both pentathlon and decathlon. To call Jim Thorpe the greatest athlete in American history is not a stretch because no athlete before or since has done what he did. And I'll investigate the death of the accent that once dominated culture. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. The idea that that's the way you wanted to hear your leaders speaking is a different kind of America than today. All that and much more. You can listen to Mobituaries on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I think that you'd either get below the fold on A1, or you'd at least get the little reefer, the little go-to box. First of all, thank you for having thought of this. (laughs) You were plotting my death as I came in here today. Thank you to the Tink team members for all their beautiful recommendations. Now it's your turn to bite into this playlist and enjoy. This platter of podcast is best paired with a walk, some house cleaning, cooking, sitting on the couch, driving, or however you like to consume your audio content. Honestly, there's a little something for every activity or mood you might be in. 
make sure you go check out the exceptional podcasts mentioned in this episode. And on our website, you can listen via the links below each recommendation, or you can click on the playlist we've assembled so you can listen on the podcatcher of your choice. Now, moving on to other exciting Tink news. Can I get a drum roll, please? We also recently announced the most exciting thing Tink has ever done, as described by Lauren Passell herself. For the past few months, we've been baking a sweet, sweet treat for our fellow podcasters. We are introducing podcast group therapy. In small groups of 10 or less, you'll get to engage with Tink's marketing experts in interactive sessions, diving into niche strategies like promo swaps, impactful show launches, and more genre-specific marketing. These sessions are here to help your specific genre and goals while offering a chance for podcasters with similar topics to collaborate, network, and learn together. If you want to connect and come along for the ride, you can register for upcoming sessions right now. We have one coming up that's all about how to launch a podcast, where you learn how to create a concrete marketing plan to launch your podcast. We also have one about how to promo swap. You know we love promo swaps at Tink, and in this session you'll learn the power of a promo swap and the versatility of promo placements. And because the giving season does not end on Christmas for us, podcast group therapy is also giftable. You can just send an email to hello at tinkmedia.co and let us know you'd like to gift someone a podcast group therapy session. And here's a little hint. The trainers of these sessions will be the very own voices you heard in today's episode. We are so excited to meet you and support you on your podcasting journey. That's it for today's episode. For all things Tink Media and Feed the Q, find us at tinkmedia.co or follow us on social at Tink Media. Thank you again to the Tink team for joining me today and thank you for listening. Bye, cuties. With us around, you'll never run out of things to listen to. With us around, you'll never run out of things to listen to. Cause we'll feed your cue.